0: Hi folks, Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Hi, I'm Chris, the pharmacist. And today we are, well, actually Bob is on a little hiatus. He's taking the day off. So we are going to do this. Chris and I, you've seen Chris before. He has excellent information, presents himself well, much better than Bob or I. And the title of today's video is Understanding Cramps stopping and preventing them. we got some updated science and we got some good information how you can stop cramps when they start and perhaps on how you prevent them. It's a real interesting information. You'll want to know all of it. Pretty much everyone has experienced Painful cramps. I think I'm safe in saying that. Some people, more than ever, others, uh, oftentimes are induced by exercise or Correct. excessive fatigue. Other times they just come on for no apparent reason. Uh, so Chris got his desk out and he commenced <laughs> on researching it to the nth degree. We're gonna come up with what he has to tell us. And then we're gonna, I'm gonna tell you some things I've worked with my patients on Absolutely. over the years, what's been the best solution to prevent and stop them once they start. So cramp, it's when a muscle contracts yep. into tetany, yep. tetanus and, that, that, and that, that's when no. a muscle contracts yep, to correct. maximum. Uh, very painful oh, and it's awful. it's not done volitionally. In other words, your brain isn't telling that muscle to cramp, it just happens. Uh, Chris, can you explain yeah. a little
1: more on that technically? You know, cramps but are- But don't
0: bore the you know, No, I won't. my eyes get glazed all over, right, not a problem, <laughs> you can throw the flag.
1: No, I mean, cramps are awful. I mean, we've all experienced them in one level or another and it's young or old, you can get them. It doesn't seem to make a difference. You know, what we do know is that cramps are a byproduct seemingly of fatigue, and dehydration are probably the two most prominent causes that we're gonna see. So not enough water. Not enough water, not enough electrolytes. So you could throw diet in there to a lesser degree probably. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, and it can be age-related, you're gonna see it. You know, as we get older, we lose some muscle mass. So if we're standing all day, working all day in the yard, Mm -hmm. we don't have as much muscle mass to support our bodies. And so Uh, as a result, it just creates more fatigue on the muscles. So then when you're sitting in the chair at night, watching some TV, reading a book, or when you're sleeping, all of a sudden, boom, you got that cramp yep. and and it'll, it'll wake you up in the dead of night and it is miserable. Yes. So uh, I, you may even, I mean, you kind of holler a little bit. Yeah. You might say some magical words. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's different from magical thinking, but it's uh <laughs> either way, not fun stuff. And so what, what, what do we do? I mean, it, you know, it's one of those things where, there's not a lot that really they happen. You can't, they're not really a lot of preventative maintenance but what we can do, or at least what we've found is, you know, we can do some light stretching, maybe before bed, we can yeah. do, you know, that's hydration. My th- okay, all right, all right. So really the bottom line is the research has no definitive answer. There's no, it, it really comes, it's a byproduct of fatigue. It's a byproduct of hydration. And, you know, there can be a couple other things, you know, maybe some hypothyroidism. People say eat a lot of bananas, get
0: the potassium in your system.
1: Yep, potassium definitely seems to be something okay. that's beneficial. There are some correlative studies that talk about magnesium supplementation because sure. I mean you're gonna have your electrolytes, you're gonna have sodium. Yep. You're gonna have your potassium, you're gonna have your calcium, you're gonna have your magnesium. And so they all kind of introduce, I mean they're all part of the action potential of the muscle to make the muscles contract and relax, contract, and relax. Sure. And you know, when we have that, you know, the muscle is just in a hyper contracted state when we get there. And it seems like if we're not getting enough fluids, and maybe we've sweated out too much of our own salts or our electrolytes, right, you know, right. it becomes an operative problem. Right. So if we can, you know, supplement that through our daily diets, and there's a couple things we'll go into as we go further into this okay. about what to do to prevent yeah. as much as we can. So as far as you know, my experience in the clinic, I
0: and personally the pro- and from what I've read too, it all seems consistent. Uh, the biggest muscle groups that Cramp are in the legs. Yep. Uh, the the toe, the muscles in the toe and the bottom of the foot that make your toes curl is pretty common. Oh, those hurt. Yeah. We, okay. <laughs> the calf muscles and the that hamstrings uh, and the quads as well, but probably the hamstrings are yeah, hamstring. more yeah. on top of the list. So we are going to focus more on those because uh, we're, I think we're safe on saying that's covering the majority. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, anyways what I've had with elderly people in particular, that, that's to the people that in the clinic that have come to me and say, I get these night cramps sure. uh, and say your calf cramps. So well, what happens is your toes are going to plantar flex or go down because those muscles cramp. Uh, when you get that, it's very painful. The first thing you have to do is Dorsiflex or pull that foot back up. Now, this is very uh, awkward in bed to reach up, especially if you're older, to reach your toe and pull back. I so, I debt dead asleep. Pardon me? When you're sleeping. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, I suggest to them, you need to get out of bed safely. You know, if your balance is off, You know, have something there if you have a walker possibly, or you know, the wall would depend on your situation, be safe, but get up and put your body weight through that to stretch it. Uh, It seems to work the best. Uh, It's easier than pulling on it. And you're gonna stretch it. As soon as you get it stretched out, in other words, a foot from plantar flexion to the neutral position, the pain should start to lessen. Then you can bring your foot behind you, you know, hold on to the bed or your dresser and start to dorsiflex or bring the ankle up even further. You can push your ankle, your knee forward to stretch it more. And by that time, the pain should be gone I mean, it may be painful, but you won't have that severe cramp pain. And you're gonna hold it there. Don't let it go back and cramp right away. Try and hold it, give it a stretch, walk around a little before you go back to bed. Uh, And so you've had it stretched. And like one thing that can trigger a cramp is uh, I know Chris and I were discussing this. We have the same symptoms. and I think a lot of people do. If you stretch and yawn in bed and you kind of like think you're stretching your legs cause it feels better. Those are times where you can get those quadriceps, those calf muscles and the toe cramps where your toes curl under. Um, I'll talk about toe cramps because they're very painful. Yeah, I usually get them swimming. Yep. when you push off the floor. Not many people swim laps. No, but I get them quite a bit. Uh, yeah, but anyway, swimmers get them a lot. But if you get them and your toes curl down like this, this is one of those things where it's, I think it's easiest, as long as you can get to your foot, if you can reach it, to get on those toes and just stretch them the opposite direction the best you can and, and work on that. You know, and this includes, a family member, anybody mm-hmm. around, can help you if they know what to do. Um, I thought it interesting. I got uh, certified in uh, scuba diving last year, and you have to learn how to stretch someone's legs in the water oh, with your gear wow. on. Wow! So you I can. but bet kind of tricky. It's not so bad once you get used to how to work your BC, but that's be that'll be another yeah. video. Oh yeah, <laughs> there we maybe underwater filming. Yeah, exciting. So you need to stretch that and the hamstrings. You know, it's the tendency is. It's going to want to pull your knee up and flex it. You've got to do whatever you can. And if you've got someone there to help, if you can lay on your bed, why don't you lay down, Chris? Okay, flat on my back? Uh, On your stomach. Uh, Oh, there we go. So if you're, do you wear your jeans to bed, Chris? Well, (laughs) So if it's crap and it's pulling, if the person can lay on their stomach and someone else can Go here and push, 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 push. And when you get this out to here, that cramp should relieve, okay? If you don't have someone to help you, uh, then you're gonna need to do what you can to straighten that leg. If you're laying, wanna go on your back,
1: Chris? Sure. Oh, cause you get these, Oh yeah. And what what do you do to relieve yours? Scream? Uh, no, actually <laughs> I, I try to stretch as quickly as I can. I mean, it's-, it's What inter- what technique do you do in bed? Well, I get out of bed as quickly as I can. Okay. Because for me, it's like, whether it's my calf or my hamstring, those are my two most common cramping points. Yep. But um, with my hamstring, Actually, what I found is that I'll get my foot up on my bed, yeah, and then I'll just just lean into it. So if you can imagine me standing, I'd have my foot on the bed, and oh, I would just you're like this, yep. and doing then I just gently, stretch. yeah, it's yep. gentle. But I, I take and then I'll walk.
0: So if you're doing this, just from my point of view, think about keeping your back straight and leaning forward. You'll get a more aggressive stretch a little quicker as opposed to rounding. When you're in this kind of pain, you probably are not gonna think about that. No. So, But just get over and stretch it out the best you can. Again, balance is an issue. If if you're not stable on your feet, this is not gonna be an option. Um, if you're lying in bed, uh, can you bring, go, do this stretch where you go underneath and straighten yep. the knee. Okay. You know, if you can do this and straighten that knee out and uh, do the best you can and get it, that cramp relieved. So, okay. All right. Woohoo. Wow. So, um, very good. I think
1: for, was there anything else that you wanted to cover? Well, I think, you know, one of the things is, you know, we're in summertime now. So, a lot of people are out there in the heat and enjoying, you know, exercising, being more active, and certainly mm-hmm. doing things. So, you know, one of the, overlook things a lot of times is hydration so we want to make sure we're drinking plenty of fluids right. waters ideal but you know some people like sports drinks and you know it's debatable about what's best and what isn't but I will tell you that I mean many of them have lots and lots of sugar uh-huh. um, so I, I tend to you know and, and some of them use like high fructose corn syrup I mean which is a natural sweetener it's a natural carbohydrate source well you can give an example I think we can mention that okay yeah so I mean like Gatorade. Uh, I think that actually their better choice if you can get to it is the Gatorade bolt that actually uses sea salt B-O-L-T? Yeah, bolt, like a lightning bolt. Yep, okay. Um, I think it's much better than the traditional Gatorade. Because it has less sugar? Less sugar. It's like considerably less sugar. I mean, you need the carbs, but you don't need as much carbs as was in a traditional bottle of Gatorade. Um, Mm. So, I mean, at that point, uh, the powdered Gatorade, interestingly, does use sugar for sweetener, but the bottled, pre-made, is always made out of high fructose corn syrup. And I I honestly think that natural sugar is something your body processes better. Okay. Um, but, But the Bolt specifically uses sea salt and actually sweetener from watermelon specifically. So it's very—it's about as natural as sugar as you're going to get. Sure, uh, the less calories, but plenty of water in there because it's a very watery drink. Yeah. But it gives you the sea salt and it gives you the other electrolytes. Better. And and so with those electrolytes in there, I mean, it's going to help to minimize that. Sure. But you know, further than that, from a drink, and a lot of people don't think of this, but you see a lot of marathoners and a lot of runners doing it, going to Pedialyte. So oftentimes, Pedialyte, I, Pedialyte, which is for kids, it's for kids. So babies. I, rec- I, oh, babies yeah. all the time. I mean, when mom and dad come in and baby's dehydrated for whatever reason, yep. it's it's my go to choice. But it actually because there's not a lot of excess sugar in there and it's got all the good and none of the bad mm-hmm. so it's oh. inexpensive stuff and it works very very effectively for people that are going to be a for the adult yep pediolate for, for the adult. electrolytes and, and hopefully and they're starting to, to, to market it towards adults and athletes now so sure. they're just kind of starting to tap into they Better that. change the name they, then maybe they're going to have to <laughs> but but nonetheless it, it's definitely available it's actually really affordable stuff uh but you know the other way cuz sometimes you buy in like cases of these sports drinks that can actually get expensive on the sure. book so you know fruits and veggies I mean I'll right. tell you the honeydew the melon actually works really well it's got a perfect blend of carbohydrates potassium sodium I mean it's it's excellent and it tastes good and it tastes great it's excellent after a run or a I mean, workout you got to cut it up with a big knife and work out yeah, that but, way but, but you know, or you just you, know, you just scoop just out the seeds get that. a spoon but you can just spoon it out and just I mean and it works great yeah. it's a, as a post uh, exercise or post activity, yep. or even a snack in the middle of the day. Let's say you're at work and you're working a construction site where you're sweating cause it's hot, you know, go for some melon. I mean, sure. it works very, very effectively for you. And don't forget the water. Right, yeah, and very, plenty very of water. Plenty.
0: Um, as far as preventing uh, stretches or cramps from stretches, I'll have a lot of people, if they cramp at night, uh, I'll do the exact same stretches we talked about once you get a cramp, but you do them preventatively right before bed, right? So you, you could be laying or lying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Karen, about that. Karen, <laughs> she's our uh, English major. Oh yes. Uh, so, you know, do well, before you get to bed, lay in bed, do this stretching. You can stretch out your hamstrings. If standing, doing the standing stretch on the bed isn't good. Uh, make sure you do pull your uh, ankle back, dors- dorsiflex it, and you should do that lying down with your knees straight. You'll get a better stretch on those calf muscles um, there. And let's see, calf, uh, that covers all of them. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah so. so it doesn't take a lot. There is one thing I want to say, if you have a lot of calf uh, cramps, oh, yeah. get yourself an incline board. If you do a lot of walking, a lot of running, or even if you want to, it just makes, calf stretch is easier and it's more effective, I think. Gives you better balance too, yeah. I think. Uh, this is about a 25 degree you can buy them. 25 degrees is what I feel most, will fit most people because they'll tell you uh, what the degree is. And you put your foot on there and boy, does that work well. You can just relax. You should do it with a shoe on. It works a lot better in my opinion. Get a better stretch. You know, hold that for twenty to thirty seconds, uh, once or twice before you go to bed, or before you run, or after you run or walk. Sure. Um, I, you know, actually, I made this one. If you're handy, you can make these for. Oh yeah. You know, if you got some spare wood around. You them. made me one, and they work yeah. great. Yeah. Made my wife one. Bob's son's got one. I, I yeah. made. They were Christmas gifts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, one thing I didn't touch on too is with the supplements, salt tablets. Uh, uh. I, I Didn't actually. So there's a variety of different ones. Hammer makes them. Um, Thermotabs, so there's a variety of different ones that also work well. Uh, The key to making those work well, make sure you get plenty of hydration with it too. But they just, they break, they get rid of all the sugars and stuff, but they're just putting the electrolytes in a tablet or a capsule.
0: The one thing that always kind of confused me about this, and I think other people might wonder, if you, what if you're a little height, HTN, the little high blood pressure. It's like I'm not so, of salt tablets. Yep, and that's yeah. you, Well, that...
1: and that's an interesting point you bring up because uh, you know one of the other causes of people that maybe take diuretics, so that which can make you lose fluid and you lose electrolytes when you're on a diuretic. The yeah,
0: water pills. So yeah.
1: we have to be careful, and you want to be checking with your doctor with just about anything, just to make sure, or talk with your pharmacist if they know your profile mm-hmm. to make sure that it's going to be safe and effective sure. for you. Yeah. Um, but. With respect to a salt tablet, I mean, the, the number one, you know, most when you look at most of the research studies, the byproduct of cramping is usually a lack of sodium. But mm. what do we say to people that have hypertension? Don't use salt yeah, on your food. it's like a so double-edged sword. It is, it is definitely a double-edged sword. Yeah. So I would say work with your physician to make sure that it's appropriate for you to maybe use either a little bit of table salt on your food, yeah. or you know, let's say you got a big yard work project that you're gonna get done and you know you're gonna be perspiring quite a bit. You know, yeah. When we sweat, we lose a lot of our electrolytes, So, and we want to make sure we're keeping you safe. Yeah. I mean, we still want you drinking water. If you can get most of your electrolytes through your diet, it's certainly appropriate. Sure. Some people, when appropriate, can certainly use a salt tablet or the sport drink. So if, if they don't have high blood pressure, then it. I yeah, like no not Yeah, no hypertension issues, it's not going to be a big issue. If it's yeah. well-controlled and on certain medications, it can be appropriate in certain situations. Being more careful when we're on diuretics or the water pill so to speak. Yep. And there's yeah. several of those out there, but yeah. it, it's something to always work with your doctor, work with your pharmacist yeah. to make sure it's appropriate for sure. you. That always made sense to me
0: once I thought about when you're sweating a lot out in the heat, you know, and that sweat goes, you can just taste oh, the yeah. salt in it. it. Is. So then it's like, oh yeah, maybe we should replace that. And then uh, it does need to be. helps. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it,
1: it, there's a balance with everything that yeah. we do. Yep. Yeah. All right, Chris,
0: I think we uh, pretty much hammered everything we needed to. I think so.
1: That's a lot about cramping. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And that don't cramp your style or mine or whatever. All right. It's the end of the video and this shoe stinks. Uh, Anyways. Thanks guys. Take care, be careful.